information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hi, hi, and welcome to this week's Criticast. The name is Larry. It's an absolute pleasure being here with you with a lot of crazy things, as usual, happened this week. And, well, you know what? It's not that insane. This world is not that insane. It's just, it's just sometimes it gets really creepy. It just really gets creepy. Anyway, just a, a run of some of the stories that happened this week. The big news, John Legend is no longer coming to Zimbabwe. Yeah, he cancelled his show. Uh, we have no idea why, but according to the people that uh, were putting the show together, that's big concerts and uh, what's the name of the other company, Davies Events, it was a quote-unquote unforeseen logistical challenges. The challenges in trying to bring the show here and whatever and so forth, I have no idea. Yeah, so apparently that's the reason. There have been so much speculation as to why, why else it might not have happened because now there's a show in Johannesburg on the same day that was announced by um, this, the, the people that are organizing that uh, uh, big concerts. So yeah, so the, there's a Johannesburg date now. But as far as uh, refunds are, uh, are concerned, apparently those are going to be given out on um, between the 1st and the 3rd of, Sept of, what's this? of October. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else is happening? STI infections went up by 19% in the second quarter of, of this year. Uh, apparently, 16% uh, of those, uh, are what you call it, are, are or, or rather 16% in that 19% quota are HIV infections. And the sad thing about it is that they also released statistics on the number of free condoms that were given out. And they came out to about 28 million. And uh, if we say, for example, the 7 million active um, people who are sexually active in this country and we say 3.5 million are married but then let's say another 500,000 are cheating so therefore we've got 4 million we're saying in a, in the space of three months there were seven condoms per person that were given that, that were used i don't know if it's seven packs but they said condoms so in the assumption there's an individual condoms and which doesn't make sense which means people are not using protection when they're having sexual intercourse which is which is just gen generally a bad bad idea also happening this week, there was a woman who said, this is like really weird, a woman said her ex-husband should pay for her virginity. Yeah, so because when she had sex with him, when, when what you call it, when, she, when they got married and she was a virgin, he took her virginity. So she was like, no, he's got to take it. I mean, he's got to pay for, pay for it. I don't know, it's just weird. I mean, like, and the, the, the magistrate is now like a superhero to me. Say, no, woman, you enjoy the sex. So you, you can't say that he's got to pay for it. Like, is a price. And that begs the question, how much is virginity? I mean, is there a price for it? Is there a going rate for virginity? Also, scary news. Yeah, absolutely scary news. Ebola is now in the DRC. So it's in Southern Africa now. So, yeah, creepy. This past week, we just found out. But the, the thing is that it's not the same strain as the one that's uh, in Sierra Leone and so forth. And yeah, according to our minister, David Paradeñato, he says that there isn't much to be scared about. And, uh, you know, the, the measures um, in place, 
that, that they'll make sure that uh, Ebola doesn't come into Zimbabwe, or if it comes into Zimbabwe, it's controlled. And speaking of David uh, Paradenyatwa, he's coming up with an idea where he wants to have condoms put in Bibles in hotels. So you know you get a Bible in a hotel. Well, he wants to have condoms put in Bibles so that if people come, you know, to go out to and spend a night in a hotel and they have a partner that they'd like to have sex with, at least they've got protection because they're not likely to go downstairs and ask for or, or go to ask reception for condoms. I mean, I don't know why people are still, you know, iffy about being seen to be, uh, oh, you know, using condoms as if there's anything wrong with ha we're having sex. It's just weird. Then also that happens, there's a Zimtri series that's on in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is being hammered. Well, not being hammered. Got hammered seriously by, by Australia. Were beaten by 198 runs. It's just incredible. Yeah, I don't know if Mangongo is the man for, for what you call it for the team. I'm not going to have that discussion here. But yeah, he's having a difficult time. But we'll give him time. Let's see what he does. And then we'll take it from there. And finally, as you might know, the city, Harare City Council decided to kick uh, commuter omnibuses out of the central business district so as to decongest the city. All very well and good, right? So they have to rank outside town and then come in one by one, you know, according to a filing system, whatever you want to call it, and pick up passengers from designated points. Now, what's happened is now there's a running battle between the two um, entities. Why? Because the commuter omnibus drivers believe that the shika shikas, who are people who are not registered um, uh, commuter or commuter transport people, are now taking advantage of the situation. And not only that, they believe the city council has got employees who own commuter omnibuses who are now, who allow their cars, or rather, yeah, well, car, allow their vehicles into the CBD, which means that it's, un, it's an unfair playing field, which is, if it's true, it's sad. It's sad. It's, I mean, it's wrong. It's just wrong. Don't do that. Today's hottest music may be fatal if swallowed. <laughs> But be our guest. Featuring Knox, the track is called Baby Sashka, coming out of Zimbabwe. The name is Larry, you listen to the Critic Cast. The next thing I'm going to talk about is something that happened, or rather that, that happened, this week's actually happened because of the new story. The uh, Justice Minister, Emerson Mnangagwa, came out and said there were 97 prisoners that are currently on death row, but he's, they were await his signature so that the executions are, uh, take place. But he's holding on to that because he does not believe in the death penalty. So he wants the president to uh, 
take up that issue and 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 change those sentences into life sentences and you know constitutionally the constitution says uh for men if you're under the age of 18 or over the age of 75 then you can't be sentenced to death and if you're a woman you can't be sentenced to death either uh, so constitutionally i don't know if this falls under the violation of the constitution I don't know if the constitution. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that his his position on the death penalty is necessarily wrong. There's so the, that argument is, is an argument that's been going for such a long time over whether the death penalty is fine or not. But I, I'm thinking, you know, if my justice minister is sitting there and saying, "No, we're not going to do it because I don't like it," what does it say? Does it mean that we've got other ministers that are not doing certain things because they just don't agree with them, in spite of? The fact that the elected officials were supposed to do, were supposed to to, to carry uh, carry these certain duties, it begs that question. But having said that, I I I don't think I'm a fan of the death penalty. I I can't honestly sit here and I say I agree with the constitution when it says that the death penalty is something that 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 should be should be so enshrined. I think it is just such a final thing. It it it, it it's just. There's, you can't correct the mistake of a death penalty. Imagine we find out five years later that the person was wrongly found guilty. And, and you know, I know people say eye for an eye, why the, the person took somebody else's life and therefore they should go. But you also look at the cost of, of, of the trials that, that, what you call it, that have, um, that for, for crimes that uh, carry the death sentence. So you, you have bigger legal teams and the state spends a lot more. And I, I just think it's an inhumane way of, of what you call it, of carrying out justice, quote unquote. So, I mean, to a certain extent, I will sit here and I'll say, in spite of what I said earlier on, I really would rather we didn't have the death penalty. You know, I, I really rather that was the situation. And I I have to say, I agree with Emerson Nangagwa. And I don't know that if I was sitting in his position, I would necessarily do something different. But yeah, it's it's a hot issue. You don't know. It's 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 difficult being in that position at the end of the day because at the end of the day you 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 are, I don't know. What do you think of the death penalty? It's yeah, it's it's strange. It's a strange situation, and good luck to him. Whatever he decides to end up doing. So yeah, I don't know. Play in today's best music. Play in today's best music. Best music. Best music.
Yeah, that was the music of Zimbabwe Muso doing great things in South Africa. Uh, his name is uh, Q Montana and he's on that track with a woman who does classical music. Her name is Velvet Lolita. Yeah, the name is Larry, you listen to the Criticast. On the other side, I talk about oh, heartbreaking story. Okay, what happens if you, I don't know, how do you put it? Let's just say you end up marrying the wrong person. Crank it up. And piss off the whole damn neighborhood. Turn it down! It down. Turn it down! Yeah, it's Larry, and you listen to the Critic Cast. And in the third and final segment, the relationship segment, I'm going to talk about ending up with the wrong person. Now, uh, this was inspired by somebody who who's married, and she, she was like, oh gosh, I wish I had married the person I wanted to marry. And she, she says, oh, you know what, she, it, it was a case of family pressure and uh, she got she succumbed to family pressure pressure of the family saying she couldn't marry the person she loved because well you know he wasn't rich because putting putting out there he wasn't able to take care of her the way her family felt she should be taken care of so she's in this what she calls a loveless and unhappy marriage and uh, she's there because of the kids and it, it, she's been there for she's tried you know, all sorts of counseling and all sorts of things. And unfortunately, what it has led to is that she's been, she has carried on this affair with this person that she's in love with. And this person she's in love with is, is, is just, it's just there. I didn't ask if it was married or not or whatever it is, but yeah, it seems she's there when, or rather he's there when, when she needs him as often as she's able to. And it just made me realize that I think there are a lot of people that find themselves in, in that situation. Now, of course, you know, people th- think that sort of thing is consigned to cultures where there is, uh, what they call it, arranged marriages, and people just end up marrying the person that they're told to marry. And, so, and, and in some instances, this is true. And we still have uh, cases of arranged marriage in this country. I know someone who said, uh, an, a different person, said they had to marry the girl they had to marry because the, the, the family the, uh, the, the, of the girl that they were in love with came from a lower, you know, status in society. So they had to marry somebody, you know, that was of the status that the family wanted him to marry. And, you know, when, when it comes down to it, that's what marriages are. They're, they're alliances that are between families. And we'd like to say the classic case uh, in, in history where, you know, the stories uh, out there that talk about love and that sort of thing. And that's the basis for marriage and the love of your life is the person that you're going to marry. That happens sometimes. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it doesn't happen. But in reality, what is marriage? I don't know. I always say every week or every other week that I talk about this is I don't know. It's difficult because you every 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 generation is going to come through and say no no I think we should we should walk this way. And the generation before will be like no you shouldn't be walking that way because when we did it it was better. So I, like if you're out there I'll say to you if you're out there and you find yourself in a situation like the the girl I talked about earlier and the guy I talked about just now I I think you you've got to find a way of making the best out of a situation especially if there are kids involved why because you there's no guarantee that if you leave your marriage and you go for the person that you love and have loved for donkey years it's going to work there's no guarantee it's going to work 
and 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 anything i think some of it is just residual um feelings from a time when you were younger but it's easy for me to say this i'm not married so i don't have to deal with the with 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 situations of this nature uh, i don't know it, it's it's tough because if you i would tell you talking to these people they they are incredibly unhappy so i it's difficult because you, you you would like to be happy wouldn't you that's a reality you want to be happy so so do what makes you happy i'm confused well, i don't know <laughs> it's a difficult situation and and my advice to you is just do what makes you happy but at the same time know that there are responsibilities that you have to live up to yeah just that's my advice and with that, I say thank you very much for listening. The name is Larry. You've been listening to The Criticast. If you'd like to get in touch with me, the email address is info at larryquidedeye.com or go to um, uh, my website, www.larryquidedeye.com or you could also follow me on Twitter at Quidedeye or you could WhatsApp me. Uh, that's a thing now. Um, it's uh, plus 263-776-595-560. And with that... I leave you listening to the music of a legion. The track is called Jaga. Take care of yourself. My name's Larry. It's been a pretty fast. People want to know about me name Enemies rise up, coach, I give me fame Working hard, me take price for the game Protect me and my family so me not here to blame So Jah guide me good and me eye and me hand So me work hard, so me happy by a pins So Jah guide me man, so me happy tax sense And me sell a couple CDs, so me happy man If you don't like them I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?